We'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for October 24th, 2022. Have a very large study to do today. I don't know how long it's going to go. I hope I can get through it all. Um, it's just a lot to cover. And um, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and start us off with our updated group prayer list of current event prayer points. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for you to expose and destroy the Great Reset Agenda worldwide designed to bring in the New World Order. And for your divine intervention regarding the conflict in Ukraine, please protect the Christians, the innocent, the righteous in Ukraine and the surrounding areas. And may this conflict be used to bring forth your truth and righteousness. We pray that every evil plan and scheme of evil will be exposed and destroyed regarding this war. And to expose and destroy the COVID-19 and monkeypox agenda worldwide with all of its big brother agendas like DNA defiling, graphene oxide filled, parasite ridden, nanotech laden vaccines from Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca and others and for the stoppage and the eradication of all contact tracing programs, forced mask wearing, social distancing mandates, lockdowns and quarantine mandates and the implementation of the COVID-19 digital passports and for God's judgment and destruction to be on the vaccine and medical cartels perpetuating this evil to be ex exposed and destroyed and to thwart any deep state false flag attacks in order to blame anti-vaxxers, Christians and gun owners. We pray for the destruction of CERN and all the other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide and the destruction of all D-Wave quantum computers and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway these devices and all witchcraft taking place in this universe have opened and all dark matter they have created would be destroyed and for the reversal of every Mandela effect they have produced. Regarding the body of Christ we pray for strength, endurance, endurance courage, guidance, favor, divine providence and foreknowledge and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day. For the defense, protection and victory of all Christians worldwide especially the persecuted and all also all targeted individuals worldwide. For God to reveal any unconfessed sin, iniquity, trespasses, and transgressions to his Christians that need to be repented of and any ungodly agreements we have with this world. For, God to, for God's will to be done in all Christian churches, whether in buildings, online, or otherwise, that are in bondage to the spirit of witchcraft, and for God to expose and remove all witches and ministers of Satan masquerading as angels, angels of light in them and to break the power of all witchcraft over these churches in the name of Jesus and to loose the spirits of truth and discernment on the deceived Christians worldwide and for them to have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth and to deliver his Christians from the spirit of witchcraft and from following a false light. We pray as you instructed in Luke 10.2 that the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into the harvest and for all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against all the freedoms being taken away for the destruction of the 501c3 FEMA clergy response teams being activated in America to to betray and destroy the Christians and that they would be exposed we pray against the slaughter of Christians worldwide we pray for the destruction of the wicked plans of this current evil and uh, American political administration and all evil political administrations worldwide and for the fear of God to be upon both Democrats and Republicans and if they will not repent of their wickedness that God would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and derision and that they would turn into each other and devour one another and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness for the destruction uh, and for the destruction of the Chinese CCP plans to take over America Mexico, Canada, and elsewhere, for the eradication of all groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and for the diverting of any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit Earth, for God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment the and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in the U.S. and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off die worldwide, for the stoppage of all U.N. troops already in America and elsewhere, 
for God's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields and create famines, for God's intervention regarding wildfires caused by directed energy weapon, weapons attacks and the wicked plants surrounding this to be destroyed, for the eradication of all pandemic plagues worldwide, for the destruction of the exploding GMO weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere that these wicked um, insects would be annihilated, for the stoppage of the illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming into the U.S., and for the stoppage and the exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere, for the destruction of the 5G and 6G radiation sources and the thousands of satellites being launched sending intense microwave radiation over the entire Earth, specifically for God's judgment on the companies of SpaceX, OneWeb, T-Telesat, ASTN Science, OmniSpace, um, Omnispace Amazon and Earth Now, and for the physical protection of our families and animals from these EMFs, for the eradication and exposure of all pedivore, pedopredator, and all child sex trafficking networks like Protasia and Nambla worldwide. We pray for the destruction of all adrenochrome harvesting complexes worldwide, and for the rescue of all children imprisoned in these satanic torture centers, and for the destruction of the LGBTQ movement and against the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies, for the protection of all infants, children's, uh, children, teenagers, and adults caught in these evil networks, and for the eradication of all adult and child pornography, bestiality pornography, and snuff film sources and businesses, for the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood centers worldwide and the stripping of all powers of witchcraft from their owners and employees, for the eradication of all witchcraft being done worldwide, trying to bring in more evil death and destruction, against the internet kill switch Im implementation, for the destruction of the plans and wickedness of high-level politicians everywhere, for the destruction of the mandatory vaccination mandates being implemented and that the truth would come out about them, for the destruction of the wicked factions of modern medicine um, the pharmaceutical and vaccine industries, for the masses to get saved and have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth. We pray against the full implementation of the real ID in 2023, and for the stoppage of the South African genocide of whites and the genocide of blacks in, in Africa, for God to neutralize and stop the Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and nuclear radiation uh, reactors breaking down, breaking down worldwide, for the canceling of all any and all big brother draconian changes taking place worldwide, against also against further vote rigging in the elections everywhere, for stoppage in the exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada, for the eradication worldwide of all plain deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere, for the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, Nexrad Doppler ultrasound weather manipulation, and NASA blast wave accelerators, for the destruction of all wickedness being perpetuated by Hollywood, Netflix, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and all the tech giants and the dominant streaming content producers <clears throat> for the destruction of any non-human entities that walk among, defile, exploit, murder, or infiltrate humanity, for the pop, pop culture, rock, and rap music industry to be eradicated, for the eradication of the Vatican, Pope, and Catholicism that the Catholics would be saved, for the destruction of the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati. For all satanic ritual abuse and MK Ultra mind control victims, that they be delivered, saved, and protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them. And for the wicked factions of the public universities and the public school systems to be turned to righteousness. And for the Lord to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all COVID 19 vac spike proteins, nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, graphene oxide, microchips, implants, luciferase, hydrogel, wicked uh, bacteria, viruses, candida, 
uh, prions and parasites in or on our bodies and to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any other wicked things the globalist elite may have gotten into our bodies. And we loose legions of angels regarding all these prayer points to accomplish your will, and we bind up every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder these petitions. Um, in any way, shape, or form, and command them to go where Jesus tells them to go, and command that none can come to take their place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to be doing, uh, trying to catch us up on the whole COVID uh, kill shot agenda, and I generally, I don't know, do maybe every fourth teaching where we'll talk about that some, you know, before for like two years, it was like every single week, pretty much. Um, uh, so now what I'm trying to do, so I can cover other things, obviously there's a lot of other satanic agendas afoot, is just try to kind of compile all out of information and cover it all at once. And that's what we're going to be attempting to do today. And man, is it mind-blowing. I mean, just, just unbelievable. But again, pretty much everything we're going to be covering is mind-blowing. First report, and I wanted just to cover this, uh, because we've talked a lot about this subject in previous teachings. And I entitled this Child Sacrifice and Cannibalism Made Hip and Funny. There's something terribly wrong with Disney's Hocus Pocus 2. It's always, you know, so much of the time Disney. Once upon a time, on a brisk October evening, a family is looking for a movie to watch on Disney+. Plus. All of a sudden, Hocus Pocus 2 appears on the screen and fills everybody with joy. The children are intrigued by the colorful thumbnail image, while the parents are nostalgic about the original Hocus Pocus. I guess that was in, like... 93 or something I, i've i've never watched any of this but um and i wouldn't advise you to I, i'm just saying it's i think it was a long time ago so the family pops some corn sits on the couch uh, meaning popcorn sits on the couch and puts on the spooky but children friendly movie one that is sure to put everyone in the halloween spirit uh, then it happens, hardcore indoctrination. Indeed, Hocus Pocus 2 was not made to simply entertain. It drills children on, so, on important social agendas. It mixes the concepts of feminism and sisterhood with Satanism and witchcraft in an unholy stew that is served to unsuspecting children worldwide. In many ways, Hocus Pocus 2 is the exact opposite of the original Hocus Pocus. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but... In the 1993 movie, the witches are, without a doubt, the villains. Why? Because they worship the devil and eat children. I, I didn't wasn't aware of this. So, they worship the devil and eat children. Hey, at least it's a fair assessment of what you would expect from a, particularly from a, you know, a black, a witch practicing black magic. And I'm not giving the white witches that are supposedly do good good love curses and stuff like that i'm not giving them a free pass either it's all witchcraft it's all evil it's all forbidden in the bible um there's no justification for it the, the bible says rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft so um anyway they say because they worship the devil any children that's reason enough right then they wreak havoc on modern day salem salem massachusetts in their unique and silly way while they're entertaining the witches still need to be banished forever because they keep luring and eating children. I mean, you know, come on. Can't, can't really overlook that one. In Hocus Pocus 2, things are way more complicated, though. The witches still worship the devil and eat children, but they have valid reasons now to do so. They're not cursed, depraved hags anymore. They're strong and empowered witch women 
who are misunderstood, of course. It's like that song Sympathy for the Devil, you know, by what, the Rolling Stones or whatever. In short, Hocus Pocus 2 wants you to side with the witches. To do so, Hocus Pocus 2 starts with, the, with an origin story that makes the witches sympathetic to the viewers. Then this is very satanically clever on their part. At the beginning of the original Hocus Pocus, the old creepy witches kill a young girl by sucking away her life force. Isn't that neat? As the witches regain their youthful looks, because that's how they regain their, their youthful looks, is by child sacrifice and sucking away their life force and drinking their blood, just like Hillary Clinton does it, and Huma Abedin and all these other devils that drink, you know, adrenochrome filled blood after the child's been terrorized to the maximum and then they, then they kill them it's, you know, it's, it's, if, if they would have presented the way that they're actually killing them that's what they would have portrayed in this movie if it was accurate obviously it's not but as the witches regain their youthful looks they cackle away like harpies clearly indicating to the viewers that these wretched characters are the villains now in hocus pocus 2 though it's the complete opposite Hocus Pocus 2 begins in 1653 uh, in Salem, Salem, Massachusetts, with a young version of the Sanderson sisters. Now, I guess the Sanderson sisters are part of the witches in Hocus Pocus. They're two of the, I don't know if they're all three or I, I don't know. At the beginning of Hocus Pocus 2, a young Winifred Sanderson celebrates her 16th birthday with her two sisters. Okay, so I guess... There's three sisters, it looks like, and this is going back to before they were actually witches in 1653 in Salem, Massachusetts. Um, so we go back to her 16th birthday with her two sisters. However, the festivities are cut short when the Christian reverend of the village knocks on the door and orders Winifred to marry some guy she doesn't even like. When Winifred refuses, the reverend orders the sisters to be separated. So the mean, cruel, wicked preacher guy, pastor, reverend, even though reverend is only used one time in the Bible in reference to God, where it says holy and reverend is he, it's not, it's not a title a man should ever take on. We're not to reverence a man, okay? Respect is one thing. Reverence is for God. And I've done a whole study on that, just keying reverend, and, and it's only about 15, because it's so easy to cover that <laughs> little topic, but just keying in at contendingfortruth.com. Anyway, um, when Winifred refuses, the reverend orders the sisters to be separated. The reverend is depicted as oppressive and ignorant figure, of course, because that's how all Christians are represented, especially he's a white guy. I mean, I mean, that's the source of all evil anyway in the universe. So you couldn't get much worse than a you know a middle-aged white guy who's also a Christian pastor. I mean that is the quintessential zenith of all of all wickedness in the universe. Obviously, is the way at least Hollywood portrays it. So he's a, he's depicted as oppressive and ignorant figure. He represents Christianity to the viewers of Hocus Pocus too. Right from the opening scenes, the viewers are made to side with the witches against the Reverend and the church in general. Of course. Everything that follows continues on the same left-hand path, which is a witchcraft type of terminology, which is more going into the dark witchcraft. Not the white witchcraft, but the dark. Again, it's all wicked, though. When the three sisters flee to the woods, they hear the creepy song the witches sing to lure the children. 
Come, little children, I take thee away into a land of enchantment. Which is, you know, it's that whole theme you see of Disney and a lot of the fairy tales and stuff. Of, oh, it's a land of enchantment and pixies and fairy dust and all this other garbage to, to lure, to appeal to the flesh, ultimately just to get you into hellfire. Ultimately just to get you into a you know, child sacrificial type of scenario. It's portrayed a lot in a lot of fairy tales. That's the theme song of the occult elite. Then the mother witch appears. In the original Hocus Pocus, the witches are ugly and grotesque. In Hocus Pocus 2, the first witch we see is a glamorous, empowered witch. Uh, also, she has the all-seeing eye of Lucifer on her dress, indicating her allegiance to Satan and the occult elite. After attempting to poison and eat the sisters... Now, I, uh, is this... Okay, no, no, this is, this is, I guess, Hocus Pocus 2. After attempting to poison and eat the sisters. Now, again, remember, we're in 1653. This is Hocus Pocus 2. This is the, this is how these sisters became witches. Okay. After attempting to poison and eat the sisters, the mother witch realizes that the girls are actually potential witches themselves. So she gives Winifred a birthday gift. A spell book bound by human skin and handed down by the devil himself. Oh, isn't that neat? Isn't that nifty? And here's a picture of this thing. I, I, there's a picture. And it's this nasty book with snakes on it and looks like probably human skin that is the, the you know, comprises the leather. And um, there's a single eye on the book. And it's a real looking eye. It's, it's like, it looks like an eye. I'm, I'm sure it probably blinks and everything. It's like a living book with a stinking eye on it that's like looking at you i want to see a picture i put it in the pdf um yeah pretty pretty bad as the three sisters browse through the wide array of powerful spells contained in that book they realize that they can now exact revenge on the village that banished them and obviously they're right in doing so because of the wicked evil christian pastor that you know what he was trying to do so anything they do obviously is justified from this point forward this is when they realize that satan is cool then the mother witch tells the sisters one day salem will belong to us meaning the witches from what i hear if you go there now and you'll go there for like i don't know very soon here uh coming up in about a week you know thereabouts when halloween is there or during different times of the year from what i've heard it is the witches are right out in the streets and they will just about attack christians if they go there and you know they have their booth set up or whatever they're doing out in their celebrations it is a city from what i've heard ruled by witchcraft even right now so i think they've already taken that city back from what i can see and I don't know exactly when that shift totally occurred, but that's I've read I've read reports on that before in previous studies. So throughout the movie, there are mentions of the witches taking back Salem. That's because in real life, Salem was the site of the infamous witch trials. And again, Salem, Massachusetts. Salem witch trials were a series of hearings and prosecutions of people accused of witchcraft in colonial Massachusetts 
between February 1692 and May of 1693. More than 200 people were accused, 30 people were found guilty, 19 of whom were executed by hanging, 14 women and 5 men. Now, you know, the way that they like to portray it is like every single person that was accused were all burned at the stake. And there was 200 people and ultimately it was 19 that were and hopefully they vetted this thing i'm not saying that's what we should be doing okay now in the old testament that's what you did do sorry i mean i'm not going to make apologies for the word of god i'm not because god knew there were certain things that were going to totally defile the land and affect everyone in the region witchcraft being one of them child sacrifice being another another one was um particularly men with men women with women or bestiality these are things that said that will cause the land to vomit out its inhabitants those things that i just mentioned in particular there's different levels of sin i'm not saying all sins not bad but there's different levels of sin that some sin will literally defile the land okay so this is one of them witchcraft is one of them and this is why it's so important for satan to get as many people on planet earth doing witchcraft and participating in it so as we'll see the movie's actually about witches retaking salem and doing a great pr for them now let's let's look at the word salem now, i was born personally it's a little near and dear to me because i was born in salem ohio <laughs> okay um, not Salem, Massachusetts. So, um, what does Salem mean? Well, it, it occurs, I believe, five times in the Bible, and uh, one time in the New Testament, and um, I believe four in the Old. Salem means peace. That's what the word means. It's a place where where um, Melchizedek, the high priest Melchizedek, who encountered Abraham, was king. He was the king of salem okay it's also a acronym for jerusalem it's like a shortened version of jerusalem okay we're supposed to pray for the peace of jerusalem jesus christ is going to come back and set his kingdom up there you know so um just so you know most jewish commentators affirm that it is the same as jerusalem now, I'm just going to give you some verses here. Genesis 14, 8. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into all the interaction between um, him and Abraham, but there's, there's a verse that mentions it. Now, then we have Psalm 76, 1, a, a song or a psalm of Asaph. In Judah is God known his name is great in israel verse 2 psalm 76 verse 2 in salem also is his tabernacle and his dwelling place in zion okay which is jerusalem as well so and in, in, at least in the old testament um let's see here yeah zion is another name for jerusalem in the old testament especially in prophetic books i just wanted to i just wanted to double confirm that i don't want to put out any false information so in judah is god known now judah in in the reference here now remember this was written you know long 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 time ago before jesus was ever even here this is um you know psalm 76 verse 1 
I posted a map here of the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah. Okay, because they were separate. Okay, and Jerusalem, you can see in the map, was at the northern part of the kingdom of Judah. So in Judah is God known. His name is great in Israel. In Salem also is his tabernacle. Salem is Jerusalem. And his dwelling place in Zion, which is also Jerusalem. And, and a lot of times this is how we can define different words. Particularly in the King James Bible, a lot of times the same meaning of the word is 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 um, in the same verse. In this case, Salem and Zion are basically the same thing. Okay. So anyway, um, it's saying though, in Judah is God known. Now, if there was one city on planet Earth where Jesus Christ is most associated, well, you would have to say it's Jerusalem. Okay. And um, it says in Salem is his tabernacle, God's tabernacle, and his dwelling places in Zion. And we know what prophetically what the Bible says, how Jesus is going to come back, thousand year reign, millennial reign of Christ. He's going to set up his, um, you know, his throne in Jerusalem, rule there with a rod of iron for a thousand years. Okay, so um, going further, Hebrews 7, 1, for this Melchizedek, now remember, we're in the New, New Testament now. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. To him also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation king of righteousness. So he's they're basically calling Melchizedek the king of righteousness. And after that, also the king of Salem. Hmm. King of Salem, King of Righteousness, which is the King of Peace. This is Jesus Christ that appeared to Abraham as Melchizedek the High Priest. That's commonly known in accepted interpretation of Scripture. Okay. Um, and then, without father or mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God. This is Melchizedek. Okay abideth a priest continually so he is our high priest in heaven ever making intercession for the saints okay where satan is the accuser ever accusing us before the throne of God. so we've got jesus and you've got satan doing exact opposite roles in heaven until satan gets thrown out cast out of heaven which is going to be in the basically near the three and a half point of the uh tribulation and then he's going to come now with great wrath and you know I just got into that in a previous teaching. Anyway, I just kind of wanted to give you a little more on Salem, the word Salem, and, and why this would be, I think, any town with the name of Salem, in particular Massachusetts, the, the, where you see so much of the, you know, the witch trials and stuff, they like to really focus back in on that. And, and I think it's important for them to, um, for the witches to rule over that. And, and I think this kind of gives you a little more of an idea as to why just the verses that we covered i'm not comparing salem massachusetts to jerusalem i'm just saying it it's the same um in in some regards it's the same name obviously so at one point the mother witch going back to the report at one point the mother witch wonders why the world is not too fond of witches well young mary whoever that is answers and says perhaps because thou eateth the children 
the mother witch promptly responds, how else does one stay young and ridiculously beautiful? So this is a whole thing of vanity. And the Hollywood elite do this for vanity. I've seen pictures of Hillary Clinton um, where she looks like an old hag. And then you'll see her a month later and she looks totally rejuvenated. And I don't believe it's just all plastic surgery. I think these people are too um, lazy and a lot of them are just, they might be vain, but they're, they're, they're lazy, a lot of them, particularly when it comes to having to jump through a lot of hoops. They would rather do it the easiest possible way. Not only that's the way they were brought up. And um, a lot of these Hollywood starlets that look ridiculously young, I mean, like Madonna and these, you, you are you going to attribute all that to plastic surgery? Come on. I mean, that could only take you so far, I believe. Uh, you know, what we've studied about adrenochrome, which we're going to be looking at that next, would totally explain that. Now, granted, I'm not saying it's not a combination effort. Maybe they're doing all kind of whatever and rejuvenation and plastic surgery and supplementation and growth hormone and but i do believe to a large extent the adrenochrome is a component and it's it's not even the main reason they're doing adrenochrome it's highly addictive and they say it gives you this high like nothing else on the that they've ever experienced of course it has to come from you know terrorized children at the height of being sacrificed and you drink their blood of course it has to come that way um with this answer, the mother's the mother witch's cannibalistic ways are reframed as something fabulous and empowering. When she says, how else does one stay young and ridiculously beautiful unless I eat children? What a great way of normalizing the occult. Elite's real life obsession with consuming children to maintain youthfulness. I mean, why would you joke about something like that in a Disney movie? Well, because you're trying to basically condition society and it's a Kabbalistic principle to tell the masses, what you're doing to them and what you're doing to their children. Maybe not their children exactly personally, but to children in general. Like 800,000 people go missing every year in America according to their own statistics. And how knows who knows how many are just uh, disappeared just from breeders, breeder mothers that have them off the books and nobody knows they're ever born. And then the hospitals or these types of things don't know they're even born. How many more there? We've talked a lot about this in the past. So just to refresh your memory, I thought it would be good here to insert my teachings on adrenochrome harvesting from children by the elites. And I've done a lot on this in the last couple years. My one from 426 of 21, part one. So last year. And I'm just going to give you the pertinent table of contents. I give you a link to it here in the PDF for this date of um, October 24th, 2022. This one... 42621 table of contents Hollywood movie star exposes adrenochrome and child sex trafficking then listener comment UK address for AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine is coincidentally the same as a CYM adrenochrome harvesting address so now we have the COVID-19 kill shot AstraZeneca's yoked up with the same address as an adrenochrome harvesting address isn't that neat then I did, I did another report, um, I believe it looks like it was a week's, week earlier, 419, part one. The pertinent table of contents reads, more updates, adrenochrome harvesting of terrorized children, 
which are then disposed of after they cannot produce high quality adrenochrome anymore because there's different grades of this stuff. And the more you harvest it and you have to terrorize the child to, 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 get, it, um, to get the blood, but the more you terrorize them, the more you burn out their adrenals, you more you're, you're just um, degrading what their bodies can produce and it eventually goes down and down and down in grades until it gets to like an F grade, starts out at an A plus, it gets to like, I believe an F or a D minus. And then at that point, what they do is they take the child and they use them in that for child sacrifice or that most dangerous game that we talked about, like with what um, Dick Cheney and the elites do with children. They, they take them out and they basically strip them down naked and put them out on their gigantic properties like Cheney's property in Montana. And, and this is what um, Kathy O'Brien went through. Sometimes they, they don't kill them. Kathy O'Brien lived. Um, sometimes it's just to terrorize them. And sometimes it's just to kill the other children in front of the other terrorized children. So, you know, to whatever. And um, that's what they do for fun. That's what these scum do for fun. Like I said, send me God, I'll go. <laughs> Make me your battle axe and weapon of war. Um... The leaked documents, main adrenochrome harvesting headquarters are also listed at Trump Towers. Did you know that? Yeah. The main adrenochrome harvesting headquarters from some documents that were leaked is listed at Trump Towers. Just like there's a UK address for AstraZeneca for COVID-19 vaccines, it's also the same as one of these adrenochrome harvesting addresses. I covered all this in these teachings. Uh, then we talk about how Donald Trump is a child molester, the facts. Then Donald Trump has paid about $30 million to settle child sex complaints, including a 2012 incident at Abramoral Estates in Charlottesville, Virginia, one of his properties. Then uh, did then part two of that same teaching from 41221, table of contents, adrenochrome, the elite's super blood drink. Read with caution. Confidential leaked United States Army Medical Special Medical Corps documentation. Kidnapping young children to torture, extract their blood and kill them. Young children's blood is big business. Where are all the young missing children going? They've openly admitted that they're that they're that they're taking children's blood and transfusing it into the old people, and that's one of the ways they're getting rejuvenated. That they're already doing that. That's a business. That's a legitimate business that is going on in America and I'm sure elsewhere. Now they're not killing the children in this case to do it. They're just taking, I don't know, a pint of their blood and putting it into, you know, who's ever buying it. Um, then going forward with this table of contents, video. There's a video, Adrenochrome, the Elite's super drug. I think I played parts of that. And then court statements that the elite torture children and drink their adrenalized blood, i.e. adrenochrome. At least 8 million children disappear every year, um, really in the U.S. Well, they're saying worldwide. Yeah, well, I think it's a lot more. Anyway, throughout, okay, so going back to the main report. Throughout Hocus Pocus 2, we hear expressions such as Holy Lucifer and By Lucifer's Hangnail. The constant invocation of the satanic elites in a children's movie made by Disney is rather off-putting. That's one way of saying it, I guess. However, it is completely in line with the elite's agenda of normalizing everything satanic. The exact pattern was found in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I guess is a, something they have on Netflix or something. In this Netflix series about a teenage witch, 
we keep hearing expressions such as holy Satan, which also witchcraft is portrayed as a potent tool of female empowerment, while nearly all males in the series are jerks who need to be punched, especially if they're white, I'm sure. Um, so almost every single report that I'm that I have to do, I can't cover the whole thing because I'd have to devote too much time. So if you want to know way more than I covered, I give you the link to the actual original report here because it gets way, way further into this whole thing. Uh, okay, then I thought that this was appropriate. I posted, this is my teaching on Halloween, Human Sacrifice, Stonehenge, and The Wicker Man, part one and two. I did this all the way back in 2007. So the audio is not going to be the greatest. You can hear it fine, but it won't be the greatest. Anyway, I'll just read you the table of contents for that teaching. Uh, in this, Or you can just go up to contendingfortruth.com and key in Halloween. You'll find it. In this teaching, we will be taking an extensive and shocking look at virtually all the Halloween traditions modern-day humanity currently embraces. Halloween is not just innocent entertainment. Its symbols and practices breathe new life into the dark rituals and symbols of past civilizations. Satan's main strategy has always been to tempt people to love what God hates and prompt them to pursue his enticing path and deceive them into thinking that this new way is good. Since his strategies don't change, God's warning in Proverbs 14.12 is now as relevant as ever. Proverbs 14.12 says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Meaning there's a lot of even Christians that say, Oh, it's, it's innocent. It's, you know, it's just fun. There's nothing wicked about it. And there's literally... Same things going on at Christmas and, and Ishtar, Easter, and child sacrifice and sexual orgies and all manner of debauchery and they're just they're they're pagan holidays that were repackaged by the catholic church hundreds and hundreds of years ago to make it palatable to present to the catholics originally and then eventually it got amalgamated into modern day lukewarm christianity and here we are for today we'll take back christmas for christ it was never christ to begin with it was Saturnalia, which predates Christ. How are you gonna how are you gonna take something that was wicked and evil and take it back for Christ when it was never Christ? The Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, the foundations were corrupt from the beginning. You can't uncorrupt something that's totally corrupt. Can a corrupt fountain bring forth good water, essentially, is what it says in the Bible. Or a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. No, it cannot do it. So you cannot Christianize pagan holidays and expect to produce good fruit. Not what God would want us to do. He would say, touch not the unclean thing. So anyway, most people follow the masses and the masses follow the media, especially when it promotes thrills and adventures that feed the lust for forbidden thrills. The occult has always been focused on gory images of violence, death and destruction. We see it in today's media, music, and movies as the people become desensitized to the occult, violence, and horror. The images in the popular entertainment grow increasingly and indescribably evil. Yet this is old news. Thousands of years ago, God warned us in Proverbs 8.36, all those who hate me love death. So we shouldn't be going around watching slasher movies and anything that's going to like where, oh yeah, I love you, killing and death and, and all this other stuff. Going further, just touching, this is now we're going totally shifting gears, just touching fentanyl can kill you. 
Police issue warning ahead of Halloween after fentanyl fentanyl pills are found in candy bags at LAX, the airport. Okay, and here's pictures of a bust that occurred. And most of it looks like this rainbow fentanyl or whatever in these candy bags. They're smuggling them in, probably just in time for Halloween to be distributed. Probably what will happen is there's going to be a lot of kids dead, and I don't know if they're even going to cover it in the media. Just like they're not covering the, um, well, they're not covering the fentanyl deaths now from all the people dropping dead from it, you know. And our government, including Trump and including before him and including, they've been bringing in drugs into this country for, you know, decades and decades to kill us off. Okay, now they're just getting a little more aggressive because, you know, those Georgia Guidestones, we're not, you know, we're not at 500 million yet and Satan's getting a little impatient. So he's got all these different agendas afoot to the point now where it's so overt and so in your face as we're going to see in the COVID thing that they're just right out in the open just killing you off and not making apologies for it and just lying about every single thing about, you know, Oh, we're not really trying to... Yeah, yes, you are. Yeah, you are. So this is just one more evidence of that. And they're showing pictures here of the bust at LAX. Authorities discovered that inside Sweet Tarts, Skittles, and Whoppers candy boxes are, were the fentanyl pills. Here's the pictures. There's a related report. LAX finds 12,000 12, suspected fentanyl pills hidden in sealed candy boxes. Then uh, the Pasadena Police Department sees more than 300,000 fentanyl pills in September. Among them, the so-called rainbow, rainbow fentanyl, which looks like rainbow candy. And there's pictures of that. At the, at, I put posted pictures here in the PDF for, again, October 24, 2022, uh, that look, I don't know, um, they, they look like candy. Looks like really indescript kind of candy. Um, 300,000 of those bad boys. It is the first time they have found large quantities of the multicolor pills that look like candy. According to investigators with the Pasadena Police Major Narcotics and Special Investigation Unit, fentanyl is a synthetic opioid that is 50 times more potent and deadly than heroin. Pasadena Police say dozens of packages containing about 10,000 pills each were found inside of a tire truck. Police say, I mean, how many tire trucks have gotten through, though? <laughs> you know? Police say drug dealers in Mexico and China are creating colorful pills in order to avoid detection by law enforcement. I just wonder if there's going to be a mass, mass number of people dying this Halloween. And will they just try to totally cover it up? Like they do the COVID deaths, like they do the COVID injuries, like they do the fentanyl deaths, and you don't want to hear about it on the news. Because all the local news are, are all on the same band, they're band, bandwagon. They're given orders and they're told what to do. As we'll see a little bit later when we talk about how just the COVID agenda. Um, so police say drug dealers in Mexico and China are creating colorful pills in order to avoid detection by law enforcement. Well, also the kids will be more likely to take them, kill themselves. Uh, it is a trend being seen nationwide. Then here is a video of San Diego County Sheriff Deputy David Fahavi receiving aid from an officer after being exposed to fentanyl on July 3rd. The video is harrowing. It shows a San Diego deputy crumbling to the ground in a parking lot after accidentally touching the white powder during an arrest. The police officer says, uh, I got you, okay? I'm not going to let you die, someone said in the voiceover. Then someone yelled, I need Narcan, which is what you give to a heroin overdose, or I guess fentanyl as well. In the video, Deputy David Favell 
The officer in training who collapsed wiped away a tear after describing how his lungs locked up that day in July. I almost died of fentanyl overdose. And they're trying, in the same article, they're trying to say, the experts are saying, well, it's, it, it can't kill you by, just, by you just touching it. Well, I've sure heard a lot of people that did die from just touching it or maybe ingesting like a grain. So don't believe that. They're just trying to downplay it again. I almost died of a fentanyl overdose. I guess the probably the only reason he lives is because he did get Narcan. What it sounds like. And he said, then Bill Gore, the sheriff of San Diego County, appeared on screen with a public service message. Uh, we, and here's what the sheriff said. Being exposed to just a few small grains of fentanyl could have deadly consequences, Gore added. He added, please take the time to share this video. And I'll give you a link to the video. There's also a related story here. Viral video of San Diego's San Diego's deputy fentanyl exposure raises questions. Next report, again shifting gears here. Uh, national school lunch testing for glyphosate, pesticides, heavy metals, hormones, veterinary drugs, and nutrients revealed. 30 million genetically modified GMO school meals are served daily in America to our children. The testing of 43 school lunch samples show that 95.3% of the school of school lunch items contained carcinogenic, meaning cancer-causing, uh, endocrine-disrupting, and liver disease-causing glyphosates. Okay, which is what, which is what Roundup is. Round and and they have what they call their Terminator seeds that Monsanto makes. The the farmers buy them, and they put them in the ground, and then you can spray the Roundup Ready Terminator seeds, meaning they only have one life cycle, so you got to go back to Satan to get your seeds the next planting cycle. Why would, why would any farmer buy this stuff? Why would they let themselves get entrapped in this system? I don't understand it, because they're, part of, they're, they're like the medical industry if they're, if they're putting this garbage out. Well, we're just going along, got to make a living. Whatever, I wouldn't do it personally. I'm sorry. I would rather die than sell out to Satan. And and I don't, the, the farmers are complicit in a ton of this. They're planting this stuff. They didn't have to do it originally. Well, we, we couldn't keep up with the cop, whatever. You know what? God's bigger than that. There's a tremendous demand for organic food and, and things of this nature. Now you're dependent on Monsanto, owned by Bear, an, um, who bought them out, who was also one of the most wicked companies on the planet. How appropriate. So they just spray the Roundup, glyphosate, Roundup Ready on the Monsanto Terminator season. It kills all the weeds, but it doesn't kill the plant. And then you get that wonderful plant, whatever that plant is producing. And the plants are all GMO to boot. Roundup Ready, Terminator Seed, Monsanto, GMO seeds, Roundup Ready, saturated with glyphosate. Roundup. I used, to use, I used to use Roundup when I was a little kid when I was working with my grandparents in the lawn service. I was I worked there every summer. And man, that stuff worked. I mean, it really worked good. And um, that's how long it's been around. I mean, that was in the, man, early 80s, late 70s. I was working in the lawn service all summer on school breaks. I wasn't like, I'm not saying I never had any free time, but I worked, I know what hard work is. And being in a lawn service in southwest florida in the subtropics during summer um pushing a mower around you'll learn hard work and um that's just one of the many jobs i've had where like that 
I know what extreme heat feels like. Been up in many, many attics during the middle of summer, pulling cable for my dad or this alarm company that I worked with, 130, 140 up in the attic, wearing a windbreaker to try to keep the fiberglass insulation off you and it, that didn't even work and your pores would open up the fiberglass would get in and it felt like needles oh fun stuff in a i mean i'm telling you man god's god's humbled me <laughs> i know what that feels like it's but i'm glad i went through it all i am i'm glad because it taught me work ethic and um anyway i got off track there but anyway i used to, i used to my grandma and grandpa, I would be the one that would spray that stuff. And typically we would do it when we had cut all the grass on a given week because you had to cut the grass every single week. We had this really big, we had some really big condos there right on the Caloosahatchee River. And um, there's a Calusa Bay. I'm trying to remember the ones, the Maureen's, the Calusa Bay. And um, I'd go there and I'd spray. And I can remember many a day when that, when the wind was kicking up and that roundup would go all over me and I didn't think anything of it. <laughs> Now we know what's wrong with me. <laughs> now it all makes sense. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so, yeah. this. But you, you've got 95.3% of school lunch items containing carcinogenic, endocrine disrupting, and liver disease causing glyphosate, which is basically Roundup. Because they just spray right on the plant. And it doesn't kill the plant. That shows you how... I mean, that stuff kills everything. It's what they call the systemic weed killer, meaning it just doesn't do a surface kill. Like if you put like, let's say for argument's sake, you put gas on something. Okay, you're just going to kill the surface. You're, a lot of times you're not going to kill the root with something that's just a surface weed killer. Glyphosate goes into the root systems and kills it that way. It's got to be going into the Roundup Ready GMO Monsanto, but it's still not killing it. That's scary stuff, meaning it's getting amalgamated or incorporated into the DNA of the already horrible GMO Monsanto plants. Yowza. Then, 74% of samples contained at least 29 har harmful pesticides. Uh, wow. 29. So, glyphosate's just one. There's 28 more on top of that. Four veterinary drugs? Veterinary. And hormones were found in nine school lunches samples at levels of up to 130.76 nanograms, I believe. 100% of the school lunch samples contain heavy metals at levels up to 6,293 times higher than the EPA's maximum levels allowed in drinking water. Wow. So the school lunches, the children are getting exposed to levels of heavy metals, pesticides, you name it. On I mean, on a scale you, that's hard to fathom. This is why you always hear me so much emphasizing trying to eat clean and liver, gallbladder, you know, colon, kidney detox. Because we're all... Get, I mean, just the chemtrails alone, even if you're eating clean, you know, unless you're inside with the windows closed constantly and never letting any air in, which isn't really in and of itself healthy, you know, you're going to just be getting exposure um, in various different ways. Uh, the majority of the samples were also abysmally low in nutrients. All this is by design, too. 
to create a sick, dumbed down population. And then you got the vaccines. And then you got about a hundred other things that they're trying to do to kill and dumb down the children. Many of these toxins have been found to contribute to or cause neurodevelopmental disturbances, immune system damage, hormone disruption, cancer, liver disease, tumors, and more. Without proper nutrients, our children's brains will not function properly and their bodies will not develop as needed. Often children with learning behavioral issues are deficient in just one or two minerals or vitamins. When those nutrients are added to their diet, their mental and physical and behavioral issues subside. Even violent behavior can sometimes be discontinued if it's not demonically related, I would imagine. Our children must have proper uh, nutrient-dense food. Now, I, what I did is I just posted like the multivitamins that I carry. I don't you know, have to get them for me or whatever. Um, but... I would say probably the best, if I could just give a child one thing, it would be the IntraKid uh, by Drucker Labs, which I carry it, but it's it's a multi. It, the problem is, is it's expensive. The stuff's expensive. Um, I have no control over that. I probably make less money on that product than any other ones I've got, but I carry it just because there's demand for it. And um, But I got the IntraMax for adults, and they're and they're good. They're good tasting. Intramax has 415 things in it, basically in like a food type of enzymatic liquid blend. And the Intra Kid has less because, like, Taylor can only con can only really deal with the Intra Kid. The, the Intramax is too much for her. She, it's like too much nutrition, even though she's 25. So, um, the Intra Kid is the one if you're in any doubt or if you have any kind of stomach issues intra kid 2.0 is the one i carry and i've got other ones for um uh, like in pill form i also have the mega foods kids multivitamin soft shoes those aren't those would be like if you couldn't get anything else in them um they're not near the nutrient profile of intra kid but they're also a lot more cost effective i mean they're i wouldn't say cost effective i would just say they're not as much money but you get what you pay for. So anyway, um, going back to this, it says, for millions of undeserved children, school meals are the only meals they consume. School lunches contain many GMO crops, such as corn, soy, sugar from sugar beets, and processed with GMN. GMO oils, such as canola and soybean, they try to slip that stuff into everything. Canola and soybean shouldn't are, are not even fit for human consumption, guys. They're horrible. And they try to put it in, in most health food stores, it's just as bad. It's just they're, they're trying to just defile everything. Even in the health food stores, you've got to read labels in order to stay away from this stuff. And I know sometimes it's impossible. I get it. But just try to minimize it. And, you know, do your colon cleansing. Do your liver gallbladder detoxes. I mean, I've, I've revamped my liver gallbladder detox now. I've made it even stronger. It's a one-month detox. And, um, you know... I've, I've tried to even make it stronger because there's just so many different ways they're trying to um, gum up our liver and drugs do it and chemtrails do it and it's where it's like the oil filter in your car and you want to try to keep it clean because if the oil filter gets gummed up it, it taints all the blood all the blood in your body is getting tainted there's there's two enzyme path two main enzyme pathways in the liver Cytochrome, cytochrome P450, phase one and phase two enzyme pathways. And that's how our body breaks down carcinogenic cancer-causing products. This is how we undergo detoxification. Your liver does like hundreds of things. And then what it'll do is break down the toxins and store them in the bile in the gallbladder. Okay, that's why we need a gallbladder. Not only bile emulsifies fat, so every time you eat a fatty meal, 
you know, the body secretes bile, which emulsifies fat, and that's also a way we get rid of toxins. So in today's day and age, more than I, I do liver detox every night, basically before I go to bed. Every night, just about. Every, every once in a while, I, I won't do it, but most of the time I'm doing choline and I'm doing a little bit of um, like with the beets, the beta TCP that I have, just for, and then another liver glandular. Three things I'm doing. And then I'm also doing a lot for my kidneys. I really think a lot of this 5G stuff, they've really been honing in our, on trying to take out our kidneys as well. Um, I would also highly advise everyone, don't, I, I, at this point I'm saying don't drink city water. Don't drink any kind of city water. Try, if at all possible, to get some type of spring water delivery service. And I, the reason I say that is because I'm not going to tell you I think it's better than city water, but the problem is you get into run into there is it's super expensive to go to the grocery store and buy spring water. And two, you're getting it in containers which where you're getting the microplastics. Even if it says BPA free, it's still you're getting that. And I understand I wish life wasn't so complicated and I apologize, but none of this is my fault. I'm just trying to give you the best advice I can. Try to go with a certified spring water delivery. And that's actually a, a much cheaper way to do it overall because it's it's a delivery and, and you're, you're buying it on the five gallon jugs and you, you know, you can, you can go up on eBay and you can get, uh, the, um, you don't have to like rent them or buy them from the company. You can go up and just remember that I would do maintenance on them. Make sure you do your maintenance on the coolers themselves because they themselves get gummed up. Don't go any more than a year. Um, there's, I'm sure videos online. Because you, whatever you're you're dispensing the water and understand that bacteria, a lot of times will eventually build up in those systems, and you want to make sure you're purging that and cleaning it every once in a while. But um, I got convicted about this, and because I've been doing the big Berkeys and, and all this other stuff, which I'm sure, yeah, way better fluoride filters, black Berkey filters, and then I filtered everything through a 12 stage filter. I really felt like that there was enough fluoride getting through it was affecting my teeth remember fluoride is a bone softening agent sodium fluoride the stuff they dump into the municipal municipal water supply is a bone softening agent that's why they give it to you in the toothpaste they're trying to destroy your teeth it's a poison that's why if you flip the back of a of a of a the toothpaste tube it says if you do if you consume like more than a whatever call poison control because it is a poison. You're putting poison in your mouth. One of the most highly absorbable areas in the body. Don't use fluoridated toothpaste. When I was little, I remember in, in elementary school, in the public schools I was in, they'd come around, I don't know if it was once a month, and they had those little white cups. Okay, kids, it's time to take your fluoride and swoosh it around. And we'd sit there and they'd time us and it'd be like 30 seconds or a minute and then we'd spit it back into the cup. We were literally get because they didn't fluoridate our water system there in um, Cape Coral, Fort Myers area at that time. So that's how we got our quota fluoride. I also think that's why the people where I was from tended to have a lot more, they were more feisty. They, they were more, they seemed to have better mental acuity as opposed to up here in North Carolina. It, it seems like a lot of people are like, I mean, they're just lazy and they're not there. 
they're not there mentally and i understand it's way worse now since the COVID shot but even before when i moved up here 12 years ago i had a guy from fort myers who had a construction place back in fort myers and he says you can't find anybody up here that'll do work consistently they they, they don't want to work up here when they there was this road that they just finally widened and it was supposed to be done in like two or three years when it was like right not too long after i moved up here they just got it done they were like at least nine years over eight or nine years over when they should have had this road widened there are and I don't mean to throw everybody under the bus in North Carolina. I don't like to make blanket statements, but I'm just saying there's a lot of sorry people up here when it comes to work ethic and getting stuff done. And I think a lot of it has to do with they have been fluoridated a lot longer than a lot of other parts of the country. That's my observation. God forgive me if I'm wrong, but there's a there's a stark difference. Taylor and I have both noticed it. I mean, she she deals with a lot of people locally in her job. And I mean... It's like trying to deal with people, especially now since the COVID shot, you're dealing with brain-damaged people. You were dealing with brain-damaged people beforehand. Now it's way, way worse. And again, I'm not saying it because I think I'm perfect or whatever. I'm just making observations here. And I'm not talking about my listeners. I'm talking about dealing with people in general. Okay? They're vaccinated. They're chemtrailed. They're, they're, they're eating gmo they're drinking fluoridated water fluoride it will um goes into the system it has a high affinity for the brain and it likes to get into the lower part of the brain which is which controls your will to resist the it was first used in nazi germany in the concentration camps to make the people docile to make the concentration camp victims docile so they would have no problems even though they knew they were going into the death chambers or they were they wouldn't fight back most of the time because they were so fluoridated even when they were when they found them a lot of the prisoners i understand they were weak and sickly and this but they just they didn't even like they didn't even know what to do i think their brains were so fried from the fluoride was a big component of that i've personally witnessed it up here so i don't know i i do really believe god convicted me don't drink anymore because even these Fluoride filters on the big Berkeys, on the black Berkeys or whatever, they get most of the fluoride out, but they're not getting all of it out. I don't want any of it. So I have totally switched over to like a really good high quality spring water from a certified, there's certified springs here in North Carolina and um there's only so many certified springs meaning they're ch tested all the time they're they're bacteria free they're you know nothing added super good tasting that is what i would highly advise my listeners to do i wish i would have told you this a long time ago because it's kind of the way god intended it to be too you know and it's primary water you talk heard me talk about you heard deborah Tavares talk about the term primary water it's coming from the earth it's got the minerals in in these types of things um and nothing's been added to it also i will say since i've done that the teeth issues that i was having that i described i don't even know six weeks ago or whatever month ago i don't know they have gotten remarkably better my teeth were always like the strong one of the strongest things in my body all growing up never had a cavity 
Never had a tooth pulled, ever. No fillings, no nothing, okay? Got this impacted tooth pulled, I don't know, back in May. Was having some teeth issues. All of a sudden, I look back there. I'm starting, some of my enamels starting to go at the gum line. I'm like, what is this? I've never had this ever before. And I don't know whether they bumped up the fluoride in the water or what, or whether it's just an accumulation of me just getting it through the city water, even though I've got the fluoride filters. Again, they're not getting it all out. Almost from the day that I switched over to the spring water, I started noticing slow improvement. My teeth are already so much better just from switching to spring water. And that has nothing to do with any nutrient pro Listen, I was taking my full battery nutrient protocol, probably more than any of my listeners. And my teeth were still giving me problems. I still saw enamel degradation. I, I was getting all these transient pains. I thought, well, it was from the impacted tooth that they pulled out. Yeah, some of it might've been from that you know teeth shifting around and things of this nature but it doesn't explain my teeth are always like the strongest thing and one of the strongest things in my body soon as i switched over to spring where i started noticing a difference it was like it was like it's like analogy in the bible where it's like you have money and you're putting it into a bag with holes yeah i was doing a really heavy duty tooth protocol that works really good but if you're also getting fluoride in the water then that's undoing a lot of what you're doing trying to the positive you're trying to do so I wasn't even planning on talking about that today, but what I just said to you, I believe is very important. And so, you know, it may not be convenient or whatever, but I'm telling you, it's the number one thing we should be putting in our body. That's good, clean water. Okay. So I would prioritize what I just said. Prioritize even over organic food. I would say do that first then try to eat as clean as you can and and um go from there you might find there's products or supplements you're taking why well, don't feel like i need these anymore i backed way off my tooth protocol as well and you thought i thought well maybe if i back off this the tooth stuff no it's not it's still getting better so i was shooting myself in the foot and again maybe it's because they really really bumped up the fluoride content in the water in the city water and my fluoride filters couldn't, you know, cope with all that. And I was replacing them, you know, on a good schedule before they were even due. So anyway, I just wanted to let, let you know on that. I think what I just told you is super mega important. Um, okay, so going back to this report, most genetically modified crops are engineered to withstand toxic chemicals such as glyphosate, glufosinate, decambia and many more harmful chemicals yeah because they're like this terminator uh, gmo seeds okay and there's the multivitamins i carry then now let's go go into the covid stuff experts estimate 20 million are already dead due to covid vaccination worldwide And over 2 billion injured. Now, I believe this is very conservative. Because there's a total media blackout on the deaths. You've heard it from the embalmers. You've heard from, you know, so many other sources. But if you have a total concerted effort of the satanic mainstream media, starting at the local level, going all the way up to the national news, to totally downplay and hide the death numbers, you're never going to know about any of this. They're very good at what they do. They've got one job, and that's deceiving you. 20 million already dead, though. 
due to the COVID kill shot. Peeling back the layers of deception and obfuscation reveals a shocking truth that may not be all that shocking to our informed readers. COVID-19 vaccines are injuring and killing far more people than the government is letting on. Estimates compiled in the Piece Together data suggest that as many as 20 million people worldwide have died so far from the shots, while another 2.2 billion have suffered injuries. And we're only getting started. And there's a link to the, this data. If you want to click on that in the coming months and years these figures will balloon even higher as lingering spike proteins progressively damage the bodies of the fully vaccinated and as people get more vax covid vaxes leaving them prone not to only every Ill illness that comes along because it deletes your immune system and deletes a whole bunch of your genes and among other things but also setting them up for deadly clots like which would lead to something like myocarditis pericarditis heart attacks strokes things of this nature vasculitis we'll talk about that a little more later my comment is where's the mainstream news outrage well i guess this is how they must be looking at this whole thing this is how mainstream news is quote hey no big deal right at least the dead were covid free in the casket obviously some things are worth the risk for the sake of the greater good end of quote I think that's how satanically they're looking at it, you know? Now, before I get into the next report, one thing I forgot to mention on the fluoride thing is that the reason that fluoride is so hard to get out of the water once it's in there is because it's literally almost identical to water in regard to its molecular weight. So if you try to use reverse osmosis, which uses pores to let certain things through and to keep other things back. There's a lot of mixed data on if reverse osmosis even gets fluoride out. I wouldn't trust it. If you've got something the size of water that a reverse osmosis system will let through, why wouldn't it let through fluoride then? Because it's basically the same molecular weight and size. It's incredibly hard to get out. And this is why I got, I really believe I got this conviction that, you know, I just need to just stop. I don't care what I'm doing on a filter type of thing. I need to go to spring water and see. And so far, I'm, I've already seen very good results on switching over to spring water. Um, anyway, uh, let's go further here. Okay, so what I just did is after the little report i did on the glyphosate i posted because i've got a document on fluoride and i just posted the very top of it and it's my recommendations for avoiding or removing fluoride from the body my first one is drink spring water from a source that has been tested yearly and hopefully you know from like a you know like the five gallon really good plastic containers like they, they use in water machines which where you're not going to be getting a whole bunch of microplastics leaching into the water like you're going to get from a crappy one you get from a supermarket even if it's bpa free it's just there when you look at the bottom you know how there's a triangle there on the bottom like with the little arrows and it'll say one inside that means it's good for one use that means it's the cheapest plastic even if it's bpa free that they're going to do because they're trying to you know keep their costs down okay um then 
fluoride detoxification, five ways to detox fluoride. Iodine is one of the great, greatest ones. There's, there's all these, um, there's these things on the periodic table called halogens. And fluoride is one of the bad halogens in the body. Okay. And then there's bromide and then there's chlorine. Well, guess what? They put bromide in the bread. They bromelate the bread to get bromine in our bodies, which is horrible. They took iodine out decades ago. And then they, um, now granted, if you buy an organic, they're not going to be doing that. But um, then they put chlorine in the drinking water. They put fluoride in the drinking water. You know, um, you can get chlorine in the showers like crazy just from the heat and all the, and you're getting fluoride in there too, I guess. I mean, try to use a shower filter, a good KDF shower filter. Now, granted, that's not going to get the fluoride out, but it's better than nothing. It will get the chlorine out, though. Anyway, iodine is a good halogen, and it will compete with bromide and um, chlorine and um, the fluoride in the body. Halogens all compete for space in the thyroid gland, which has a lot to do with our immune system and our metabolism and our energy levels and a lot of things. Okay, it has an interplay with the kidneys. So iodine is super important to kick fluoride, chlorine, and bromine out of the body, out of the thyroid. Also, it has a high affinity, these halogens have a high affinity in women to the ovaries. And probably in men towards the testes. So it's there's I think like ninety or ninety-five percent is stored in the thyroid, but then there's other glands that these halogens will gravitate to. And this is why iodine's so important. Um, another, I believe, uh, substance called tamarind is good for kicking fluoride out of the body. Also, liver cleansing. Boron is also another one which you've heard me talk a lot about in times past. Also, dry saunas. Selenium is also a way to kick fluoride out of the body. Uh, cucurmin, which is like turmeric, will also kick it out. And I, I give you a little information on, on all that. Okay, but these are just some ways that you can start to actually kick it out of the body, which is what you want to do. You want to stop as much fluoride consumption as possible and then implement some of these other things, which are also going to be beneficial to a lot of other systems. Okay, so... Um, I just kind of threw that all in today as, as like a little bonus there. Wasn't even planning on covering that, but I, I really feel it's important. All right, so then the next report. Experts estimate 20 million are already dead. Okay, I already covered that, sorry. Government reports prove COVID vaccination is killing hundreds of thousands every week. And confidential Pfizer documents confirm your government knew it all would happen. And love it. You may find some of the following claims initially hard to believe, but we can assure you that each and every one has been extracted from an official government-approved documents. If you're willing to read on, then you're about to stumble on the most comprehensive selection of evidence that proves COVID-19 vaccination, which is, it's not, it's gene therapy. Um, it's it's a bioweapon, I mean, you know, is in effect causing mass depopulation and your government knew it would happen. We, we reference each and every document for you to fact check the claims yourself and here's one of the documents and i'm not going to get into all the numbers and everything there's a link at the end of this if you really want to go into this deeper i'm just giving you the cliff note version okay government 
reports prove COVID vaccination is killing hundreds of thousands every week and confidential Pfizer doc confirm your government knew what would happen. Um, this is from Office of National Statistics. Um, looks like this is regarding Pfizer. Anyway, shows you a whole bunch of stats here. Europe is recording excess deaths against the 2016 to 2019 average on a weekly basis and has been all year. Eurostat is, I guess, the company responsible is the statistical office of the European Union responsible for publishing high-quality Europe-wide statistics and indicators that enable comparisons between countries and regions. The following chart is taken from Eurostat's website and was published on the 13th of October, 2022, which was like 10 days ago from this recording. Um, it shows excess mortality across Europe for the month of August. And, okay, so it's showing excess mortality meaning way above and beyond what it should be and it looks like almost all of europe is way the percentage of additional deaths is way way higher than it should be excess monthly mortality august of 2022 and it's showing the difference versus the average monthly deaths through 2016 2019 um okay in like in I think this is Norway. It looks like 15 to 20% above average. <laughs> Just 15 to 20% people dying more than average compared to 2016 to 2019. What's changed? Well, the COVID vaxxed. Sweden, um, almost every single country is, is way above average. I mean, it's insane totally insane and some are gray and that's data not available it's probably so bad there they don't even want to even attempt to whatever the above isn't a one-off it's been the same old story all year but nobody is talking about it well i am <laughs> and i'm sure a lot of other people are so much more on this subject here and i give you the link you can go way down the rabbit trail i just don't have time to Lay it all out for you, but I, I think I gave you a little bit there. Then, next report. The Australian government is offering to pay for funerals of those who die from the COVID vaccines. <laughs> Describes its pol new policy as, quote, fantastic. What about fantabulous? Like a combination of fantastic and stupendous. Fantabulous. Come on, come on. You guys like it? I think you should try to use that word this week at least 20 to 30 times in, in your conversations. I, it should be a goal. Fantabulous. I just kind of made that up. I'm sorry, but a little wacky here. Sorry. The Australian government has seemingly acknowledged that COVID vaccines can kill people by updating its website to introduce a policy to pay for funeral costs of people who die after getting vaccinated. This is straight from their own website. Services australia.gov.au i give you the link thoughtfully the australian government now includes funeral costs as part of their covid 19 vaccination claims scheme and here's a screenshot from their mygov services dot and it says deceased covid 19 payment recipient recipient payments and funeral costs in cases involving death you may be eligible for payment and support for funeral costs we'll make this payment to the deceased estate wasn't that wonderful? Isn't life grand? Here's all the links. You can verify it all yourself. The Australian government has helpfully offered to pay 
for funeral costs if you die from the COVID vaccine, one tweeted out. If you die from the vaccine, they'll pay for your funeral. So now you have no reason to say no. One minor problem, though, the payment is not guaranteed. Uh-oh. Yeah, they're probably going to make you jump through a whole lot of hoops on that. Because they're probably going to deny, deny, deny. <laughs> and your next of kin still has to apply. So, mm, could be a little dicey. The policy also includes a provision to pay compensation of up to $600,000 if hospitalization is necessary due to injuries or health issues from the vaccine. Yeah, good luck proving that. Sorry. The policy also states that one of the fantastic, and this is a quote from the policy, one of the fantastic things about the scheme, yeah, it is a real scheme, is that you can make a claim online seeking reimbursement for expenses or compensation for your injury without the need to involve a lawyer or commerce formal legal proceed or, or commence formal legal proceedings because see they don't want people suing them they don't want honest attorneys getting involved in this they would rather buy you off and pay you off than you get an attorney involved or commence formal legal proceedings of course why would they in the U.S., in the U.S., we're not that sophisticated as of yet. None of the health authorities, other than those in Florida, think the jobs can even kill you. As far as I know, the total money paid out to date for compensation for injuries or death from the COVID vaccines is zero. Update, and this is the guy writing the report. He says Northwell and Good Samaritan in West Islip, New York, are covering funeral costs for stillborns of mothers vaccinated during pregnancy so at least we've got that little tiny infinitesimal niche that our satanic government's covering at least in that one little tiny area so that should make us all feel warm and fuzzy because that's enough for me i don't know about you guys i mean that's totally enough for me um then this Dr. Tenpenny just said this, a tsunami of debt of dead is about to arrive. Well, they're already, as we can see, they're already, it would just be suppressed. If you have some relatives and friends who have had at least one of the injections, I think you should view them as if they have just been diagnosed with a terminal illness. Yeah, because that's what it boils down to. They've, they've got a terminal illness. It's called COVID-19 kill shot, itis. And it's just probably unless God intervenes a matter of time for them. Most likely. I mean, I don't can't be totally dogmatic, but for a lot of people, they're already dead, as we can see. It's coming, Larry. It's just a matter of time. You know, I've been saying this for two years. Like we've been saying it's not really the virus. We've been poisoned by all the stuff that's in the shots and all the EMFs and whatever else is in the air. We've been poisoned. And I've been saying the tsunami of deaths is about to arrive. And if you've got a whole bunch of family members and friends that have had at least one of the shots, I think you need to be looking at them as though they were just diagnosed with a terminal illness. Correct. You do not know how long they're going to live. I mean, sudden adult death syndrome, even though we've laughed about it, it's true, it's happening. And I think that doctors can't get their heads around it because they've mostly been shot and boosted and they're wondering if they're gonna be the next ones to drop over. Or if they, some that still have a conscience are thinking about the people that they know that have died and they know that they're complicit. Sudden adult 
death syndrome, the new normal. We're going to talk about that a little bit more um, soon. And I don't know if it'll be this part or the next part. So yeah, uh, then we have this, Safe and Effective, A Second Opinion, a COVID kill shot documentary. Safe and Effective um, sh shines a light on the COVID-19 vaccine injuries and bereavements and also takes an encompassing look at the systemic failings that appear to have enabled them. We look at le the leading analysis of pharmaceutical trials, the role of MHRA in regulating these products. This is from the UK. And the role of SAGE behavioral scientists, S-A-G-E, um, behavioral scientists in influencing policy and the role of the media and big tech companies in suppressing free and open debate on the subject. So I'm just going to play a little over three minutes of this clip. Your safety will always come first. <laughs> and a COVID-19 vaccine will only be approved by us, the UK's Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, once it has met robust standards oh, yeah. on safety, quality, and effectiveness. Oh, we know that happened. And you've literally got a generational bloodline Luciferian telling you this so why wouldn't you totally believe everything out of this reptile's mouth out of this fork tongue reptile black-eyed devil's mouth come on i don't know why i mean i do i believe everything hook line and sinker i was vaccinated because i'm a carer I've had all three, and I have the flu one as well. As far as the government is concerned, I believe they are doing the best thing for the nation. I've got an eight-year-old, and I just didn't want to catch it where I didn't have to, to be fair. If this was going to prevent me from having it, then it was all good for me. I wanted to go on holiday. I just thought it was better that I get it done. I wanted to protect other people. Yeah, please. The COVID vaccine has been hailed as a medical and logistical success. Absolutely. How could anybody argue that last statement? I mean, just based on what we just saw about the 20 million dead and 2 billion injured, I mean, it's beyond a success for Satan. Claim that millions of lives have been saved, but there's growing evidence that the jab can have devastating consequences. Now, this whole report, which is 55 minutes, and I'm only going to play to the three-minute mark, is all just person after person after person that got the shot or their husband or wife got the shot and in close proximity they had some either died or had some horrific health thing befall them and it's just telling their story that's what this whole documentary is all about told my wife and two children that i had no hope and if i did survive it would be from the waist up i thought i was going to die i would go to bed at night not thinking i was going to wake up those injured by the vaccine feel unrecognized and abandoned by the nhs and a government they trusted. You take one for the team, so I, I took the vaccine, but now the team's running the opposite direction. Just like you didn't know the team was satanic though. You needed to do your homework and figure out that the team that you're yoking up is of, is of Satan, okay? Literally of Satan. And this is, and I'm not saying everybody in the healthcare system is of Satan. I'm saying though, the ones at the top, the ones writing the checks, paying the bills, the ones with the agenda, this is a Luciferian, pharmacia, sorcery, death cult at the top. They're the ones that control everything. And if the head is sick, the whole body is going to be sick. And this is fruit from that. People know that when it goes wrong, there's like no help at all. The doctors don't know what to do with us. We're literally keeping each other alive. Safety is our watchword. 
and we are globally recognized for requiring the highest standards. And again, they just it's just lies after lies, hoping that you won't do even cursory research on their lies, hoping that you'll either take it and die or take it and realize it's just too late for you. So this is just some lying devil telling people what they want to hear of safety quality and effectiveness for any vaccine mm -hmm. safe and effective that's the name of this documentary having been double jabbed and being one of the first to take now he's a cardiologist Pfizer vaccine i have after several months critically appraising the data speaking to eminent scientists in Oxford, Stanford and Harvard, speaking to two investigative medical journalists and being contacted by two Pfizer whistleblowers, reluctantly concluded that this vaccine is not completely safe and has unprecedented harms, which leads me to conclude that it needs to be suspended until all the raw data has been released for independent analysis. Dr. Malhotra is a respected and influential figure in medicine, and he's not alone in calling for the suspension of COVID vaccines. Many more international scientists are alarmed at what's developing into a global issue. I'm John Bowe, and I'm going to shine a light on an issue that cannot be ignored. Millions of COVID vaccine injuries and thousands of deaths are being reported through official channels. All no, it's way more than those, as we've just seen. But th these are the official lying statistics coming from like VAERS and these types of things, which I've said to you before, it's a hundred times worse at bare minimum than what the VAERS death toll was. Uh, we got a little bit closer with the 20 million deaths worldwide, but it's probably more, much higher. Across the world, our government has been accused of covering up the emerging data and the media of telling only one side of the story. We'll look at how and why, but first and foremost. Okay, so again, I don't want to get into all the individual, I just don't have time, but there's another 52 minutes there of people telling their side of the story on this horrific kill shot. Then we have this, and we, we just mentioned this. The new normal, sudden adult death syndrome, SADS, just like sudden infant death syndrome, which is SIDS. Okay, both happen after people have been or babies have been vaxxed or jabbed to death. It's happening to ba it's been happening to babies for decades. After they got jabbed with mandatory shots, most bought the big lie, but now that is happening to COVID vaxxed adults, teens, and children. The COVID kill shot connection is now quite obvious. Bottom line, they have been attempting to kill us with the vaccines for decades. Vaccines have always been about genocide, guys. As I've said, as I've screamed over and over, over the years, there is no good vaccines, none. They're all a witch's brew of death. Just break down the ingredient list. Many, many, many of them are cultured off aborted babies, which in the PDR, the physician's desk reference will be listed as human diploid cells different strains of different aborted babies and they have to keep sacrificing more babies more babies in order to keep those same cell lines going so it's an ongoing 
It's like you're participating in child sacrifice. And the COVID vaccines are, I believe most of them are cultured off aborted babies as well. I haven't emphasized that enough. But I have documented that. There's just so many ways, there's so much wicked with this kill shot. It's it's just hard for me to, to keep it all in. It's It's been, you know, so long I've been reporting on this at this point. This is global genocide. Now do you understand why pediatricians get paid bonuses of 30 to 50 to 300,000 for pushing the baby jabs, depending on what level you're pushing them. Same deal as now, but pushing the COVID jabs. Now let's, let's do a little bit more on this. I'm just going to play a couple minutes of this video here. So what we're seeing here now are all these people dropping dead and having seizures and dying in public places, out of nowhere, guaranteed all COVID vaxxed, and this is taking place all over the planet. And this is a video just documenting all these people dropping dead all over the place. Many things I cannot do, do you think of me? Trapped inside these walls. Okay, I started at the wrong spot, sorry. Um, I'm going to start here where you're hearing Bill Gates speak, and then we're going to hear some a little bit of text. It's only a couple minutes long. And then the final solution... Uh, which is a year to two years off, is the vaccines. The final solution, just like Hitler's final solution for the Jews, absolute genocide. Well, that's, you know, he's no different. Tis baffled by increase in sudden adult death syndrome. I mean, are they are they that stupid or or are they uh, or are they they just failed? And again, this whole video in the background, the music you were playing earlier, I advanced too far forward in the video. It's just showing person after person after person having seizures where they ultimately probably die from the kill shot. Now it's just the new normal to see this in in public in a lot of different places. They're showing tv shows and news things and things of like this where people are dropping dead and falling out in the background and you know it's just it's just normal now oh we can't possibly connect all these dead young and middle-aged people over here with all these mass vaccinations over there what what, what they must know surely yes i don't think that they're stupid i think that they think we are stupid and i mean they're kind of right. I mean, sudden adult death syndrome, really? Uh, this is ba basically the new one. We had a couple of months ago, right, when it was Christmas, they said, oh, there are a lot of people dying from heart attacks, and it might be uh, because of the, the Christmas trees in your house. Uh, I've seen headlines where they said, oh, it's climate change that now causes all of these heart attacks. I've seen post-pandemic stress disorder is causing heart attacks. These people are laughing at us. They yes, think that absolutely. we're stupid. And, you know, the thing is, is I can't, I understand that a lot of people have trouble saying these things because, as you said, they will come after you when you try and uncover the truth. And also, it's very hard to speak out about the truth and say, hey, maybe we should call a spade a spade here and two plus two is four. And the only thing that changed in the past couple of months is the fact that everyone took this vaccine. You can't say that because there are no real studies for these correlations. You know, we just have 
suddenly all mm. these extra deaths. And we know no, we have no idea why, but we do know that it's not the vaccine. That's the one thing that they can tell you for sure. So they're just showing people trying to. Yet, despite the fact that we've now essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. That was Obama speaking at one of his whatever things. And then the, the video is just shows you all these people dropping dead and having seizures and stuff in public places. It's obviously, um, if you want to avail yourself to that, that's that's what the rest of the video is. You know, and just the other day, perusing around the internet, saw this report. Mississippi State, you know, D1, Division One football player, uh, Sam Westmoreland dies at 18. I saw, I click on the reports. It's right from ESPN. Click on the report. They don't tell you why he dies. He just died. He just died. We don't know why. We don't even, in fact, we're not even going to mention why he died. It's just normal now for 18-year-old athletes to drop dead. And this has been going on in mass. I've been reported. I, I could have, you know, I could do probably a three to four part study and just rattle off all the young people that have died. Or the, at least the ones that have made headlines. And then the same day, Illinois' teen collapses and dies during choir solo. Healthy boy in the choir, singing, dies. Just And again, you click on it and there's no reason why. We don't know. It's this sudden adult death syndrome kicking in. Guaranteed they're all vaxxed. Guaranteed, they all got the COVID vaxes. You just don't see that. I never saw it in my day growing up. Teenagers just dropping dead out of nowhere. Now it's just the normal. Then three-year-old girl dies of heart attack one day, coincidentally, after taking the COVID kill shot. Again, I could sit here for pro and just read off headlines if I had them all in front of me and I've put them out over the over you know the years that now since they've been given the kill shot or the time that they've been given the kill shot. And I can just rattle that off, but time doesn't really permit. So yeah, this is just the new normal. Then we have VADS, Vaccine Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. Crisis imminent. In this case, COVID vaccine-related nursing report from the Nicholas Children's Hospital in Miami. Very serious situation we face. Our young children are and will be in serious danger with one of these COVID um, gene injections, bioweapon gene injections. It is and will cause havoc to their immune systems. It already is. Rare and benign diseases are now emerging all and are all on the rise. This is from Dr. Paul Alexander. He says, my nurse tipster has been employed at the Nicholas Children's Hospital in Miami for decades and emailed yours truly the following, quote, I've been working at a Miami Children's Hospital for 10 years and we are now going back to doubling up on rooms because there's no space for the patients. Now this is, remember, this is a children's hospital, okay? Admission numbers are astronomical. You know, and remember, the only thing that's changed is now they're implementing the kill shot for the kiddies. Okay, that's the only thing that's changed. And it's, it's, producing this wonderful satanic fruit. We are now doubling rooms, which was eliminated prior to COVID. And this would have been considered unheard of after COVID. Every sort of disease and ailment is on the rise. That's because it can cause, kill you so many different ways 
as we've documented in so many previous studies. Symptomatic COVID is barely a blip as it does nothing to children other than mild cold and flu symptoms. But staffing is always short now and new hires are, are nurses straight out of the nursing school with no desire to work this hard and with a serious culture shock. We are stretched super thin and holes are being filled by inexperienced staff when they're even available. Upper respiratory infections are now common along with reoccurring chronic conditions. Saw two teenage patients recently with vasculitis, which is not normally something you would see. You normally see that in like a middle-aged man or elderly man or woman. It's the uh, inflammation of the lining of the veins, particularly in the legs. <coughs> Why are we seeing it now in teens? Well, because the spike protein attacks the ACE2 receptors, which line the veins and the arteries and these types of things. So that's why they're getting vasculitis and all other manner of venous problems and blood clots and myocarditis and strokes and aneurysms and heart attacks. None of this is normal. I've never seen these kinds of admissions like this, especially during early fall. Based on the trends I'm seeing, I think what you have been writing is right and the things will get a lot worse because of this vaccine, even though it's not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon. Then we have this, alarming reports of babies mysteriously dying following being breastfed by vaxxed mothers. Continue to flood the VAERS, the vaccine event reporting in America, as the bad news about the COVID vax never stops. Cooperating with our own demise, genocide before our eyes. And here's a chart, serious adverse events, breastfeeding babies after you receive the COVID uh, bioweapon vaccine kill shot and these are just i guess number of cases reported to vares there's um, neuroleptic anaphylactic shock pancreatitis liver problems hypoglycemia heart problems hemorrhage these are in the babies just from being breastfed by mothers that got the the covid kill shot renal problems which is kidney respiratory problems yeah it's good stuff man the following is, is from a great yet quite alarming article out of Israel. 648 cases were reported to VAERS system on breastfed infants whose mothers received the COVID-19 kill shot despite the lack of clinical studies and even animal safety studies. Health authorities did not hesitate to give the green light to the administration of Pfizer and Moderna's messenger RNA vaccines to pregnant and lactating women. In Israel, the MOH or the Ministry of Health made a U-turn in record time of four days when on december 20th a recommendation was issued for pregnant and lactating women to get vaccinated nevertheless the issue of vaccine safety for breastfed infants is hardly even discussed an analysis conducted by real-time magazine team reveals that 648 cases of side effects in infants vaccinated with the covid 19 vaccines most of them the messenger rna vaccines include deaths and life-threatening side effects that that has been reported to the U.S. VAERS system. The most common serious events were life-threatening bleeding, anticholinergic syndrome, liver problems, anaphylactic shock, neuroleptic syndrome, neurological side effects, convulsions, encephalitis, hypoglycemia. In most cases, in most of the reported cases, several life-threatening side effects were recorded in the same baby just from the baby getting the mother's breast milk. That's some nasty stuff in that shot. This shocking description, a report by New York mother who lost her baby, a five-month-old breastfed infant, 13 days after receiving the Pfizer COVID-19 
uh, vaccine and breastfeeding him is taken from the VAERS system. It's straight from the VAERS system. You can click on the link here, which I did. And it said, this is, again, straight from VAERS. I was breastfeeding my son at the time. I pumped, meaning breast milk, pumped within an hour of receiving my shot. So she had only had the shot like an hour. You figure, well, I couldn't get through her system. It stays in her arm, right? That's what they say. Yeah, right. My five-month-old son nursed that night following the shot and later ate the pump milk that I acquired the same day of the shot. Eleven days later, he was found unresponsive during a nap at daycare. It is not clear how long he was unresponsive, of, unresponsive for until the babysitter found him. He was immediately rushed to the hospital and doctors were able to get his heart beating again with excessive effort. Organ damage was extensive though and he had no brain function. Listen, isn't all this worth it? for the greater good come on well i shouldn't even be reading these right i mean there it doesn't matter we all need to take the kill shot obey satan do as you're told kill all of our, of, of our families off die a horrific death come on yeah organ damage was extensive he had no brain function he did not recover he passed away 13 days after receiving after I received the shot. That's how deadly these things are. Just breast milk from the mother. You want to know way more about that? There's the link. I only gave you a tiny bit. Then, criminal FDA grants emergency use authorization for the updated messenger RNA death vax booster injections in children as young as five. The hits just keep coming. The genocide just keeps on get keeping on with holy captured with the holy captured and criminal FDA. This is the eugenics product that was tested on eight mice for variants that no long that are no longer present, meaning I guess variants of the supposed whatever COVID thing that are now the variants are no longer present. This injection still does not prevent transmission and is targeting young demographics that have infection rates of around point zero 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 one percent so in other words no children are dying from covid basically none but yet we've got to make sure we grant emergency youth authorization for as many of these covid death vaxes and boosters so we can kill off the kitties and cripple them and maim them for Satan as soon as possible. Most horrifying is the blatant admission that this never-ending emergency EUA poison induces endogenous spike protein production, which is cytotoxic, cytotoxic unlike the actual virus, uh, turns the genetically modified human into a spike protein factory. Children have gone back to school in person and people, and this is this is from Peter Marks, MD, PhD. Okay, this is from this uh, satanic Luciferian devil, and he says, since children have gone back to school in person, and people are resuming pre-pandemic behaviors and activities, there is the potential for increased risk of exposure to the virus that cause causes the COVID-19, even though there's no risk of them dying from it at all. Um, vaccination remains the most effective measure to prevent the severe consequences of COVID-19. Severe. Including hospitalization and death. No, it never happens unless you're vaccinated or unless you wind up in the hospital. Especially as a child. 
There is no risk. You're far greater risk if you go to the hospital and you get the COVID kill shot or both. That's what kills you. And they know it and they love it. Because they're of their father, the devil, and of his works, they will do. And he loves death. And he loves evil. And he loves wickedness. And he loves lying. And this whole COVID agenda has his old satanic hoof prints all over it. But the 501c3 church just can't figure any of this out. All the televangelists and all the 99% of the people in that movement, they just don't have a clue. They're just going along with that, whatever the government tells them to do. Or they're silent about it, which is complicity, which makes them complicit. Again, children have around a zero risk for sickness and transmission or death from this. Okay, Dr. Marx is a sociopathic liar that knows full well that it is impossible to spread a virus by asymptomatic people. Note his outrageously mendacious and completely unsupportable claim that this new COVID kill shot is, quote, the most effective measure to prevent the severe consequences of COVID-19, including hospitalization and death. He needs to be indicted ASAP as everyone at the FDA and all executed post-haste. I get their attention. You start executing these devils doing this? Launch them into hellfire where they belong? That start getting some attention. Guaranteed. Hey, they're executing the people they're doing it to. In fact, what they're doing is worse because it's a nice, long, slow, drawn-out death in most cases. Not a quick execution, which would be far more merciful. Of course, hellfire is not real merciful. Next report. Satan's right-hand man. CDC votes 15 to nothing to add the COVID kill shot to the childhood immunization schedule and the vaccines for children or VFC program, including six-month-old babies. The Gateway Pundit reported that the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices would be voting today on whether or not to include the COVID vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine as part of the vaccines for children program. The Vaccines for Children program is a federally funded program that provides vaccines at no cost to children who might otherwise be vaccinated because of their inability to pay, according to CDC. Today it passed. They voted 15 to nothing, without objection. Tomorrow, they will be voting for the immunization schedule. I don't know how that turned out. Let's listen to these devils, all these hell-bound devils, reptilian scum that did this. Here, here's the whole panel. On a screen, there's 16 people. And this is the COVID-19 VFC vote. Uh, I'm going to check to make sure um, folks can hear me. I'm going to actually move to Ms. McNally. McNally, no conflict. Yes. Thank you. Dr. Bell? When they say no conflict, that's like they, there's no controversy. We're going to approve this COVID-19 vaccine and um, for children and there's no conflict and we're sold out to satan and we love satan and we're just going to make that known bell no conflict yes thank you dr lair lair no conflicts yes thank you miss bata bata no conflicts yes thank you dr brooks oliver brooks no conflicts yes dr daly matt daly no conflicts yes 
Dr. Sanchez. Sanchez, no conflict, yes. Dr. Shaw. Shaw, no conflicts, yes. Dr. Long. Sarah Long, no conflict, yes. Dr. Cotton. Cotton, no conflicts, yes. Dr. Sineas. Sineas, no conflicts, yes. Dr. Paling. Paling, no conflicts, yes. And Lee, no conflicts, yes. Um, we, this vote now uh, passes uh, with 15 yeses. Go ahead, and zero no's. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes, um, the vote passed 15 zeros, or 15-4, no against. Excellent. Thank you. Isn't that satanically wonderful? Uh, I'm going to check to make sure. Isn't that neat? And in Hellfire, the, that, their, their yeas there, their no conflict yes, will be repeated to them over and over. And then they'll be shown the fruit of that and all the other wicked things they've done to perpetuate this kill shot in their lives. Because they're all unsaved, they're all devils, they're all evil. You couldn't convince me of that. Sorry. Hope they get saved. Probably not possible. I believe these people are vessels of wrath, fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction, like the Bible talks about in the New Testament. And they are unredeemable. You have to understand, they're unredeemable. They're the wheat and the tares. These are the tares. These are weed. Weeds. Weeds can never be wheat. They can't convert. Okay? The wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. There are some entities created that appear human, but they're unredeemable. They're wicked. They're vessels of wrath, fitted, prepared ahead of time, preordained to this destruction, as the book of Jude says. And I'll make no apology for that. And, and you can say, well, you're not God. You don't have any right to whatever. You know what? I can examine their fruits. And when Jesus Christ called the Pharisees and Sadducees serpents and vipers, there was probably a lot more to that than we'll ever know. I doubt any of them ever got saved or maybe even could get saved because they were, even let's say they're just totally human. Fine. Doesn't mean they could get saved. It, they were prepared ahead of time for this condemnation. And you could say, well, that's unfair. I'm like, listen, this is not my universe. I didn't make the rules okay i didn't author the bible i'm just telling you what the bible does say things that i talk about a lot of times a lot of preachers won't touch it with a 10-foot pole because it's too unpalatable it's too whatever but i'm gonna get into a lot of those verses that they won't touch going further cdc stands for child death cult Oh, man, I'm, I'm over on time here. Okay, I've got to end here, and we will get into this one next. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two.